Welcome back to Off the Record, where we talk about whatever, whatever we want, bitches. And uh, what's new with you, Anthony? We got Anthony back today. Hey. What is what's new? I joined the Kinjas. Hey, Kinjas. Represent. I finally tried your noodles too. That shit was pretty bomb. It's delicious. It took me six months to try it, but I finally tried it. Do you like it? Yeah, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a diet, so I couldn't. So it's just been like what are they called? Like a shrine. Kinja bang Kinja noodles. Bangs. Kinja oh. bang. Yeah, they're actually fucking. <laughs> Where can I get at Amazon? Wait, where's the box? We have one here. Did someone take it home? Of course it was Casey. Yeah. Tiff loves that stuff. He makes us take it home every I got, time. I got a growing 13-year-old boy. Like all, all he wants to eat is like instant noodles and Kinja bang noodles. But between the two, I'm like Kinja bang. Vegan, right? My, my lunch, my lunch in junior high every day was literally like the chicken flavor instant noodles or the shrimp one, and then hot pockets with flaming hot Cheetos stuffed in. Oh, that's oh, you wow. know how to eat like a fucking. Ate that for that's like, for real, for like dude. two years straight. <laughs> like, how do you? How do you? You're, are you like in a lab trying to figure out how to like what what kind of taste you like? Because I love Kinja Bang. Yeah, yeah. The first time, definitely. Um, there, there's like a. You know, um, our partner had like uh, contracted a, a Mission Star rated chef to like kind of work on a lot of his other food products and stuff like that. Um, and then when we got into the lab, we were just tasting different flavors based off of like, you know, manufacturing out, uh, manufacturer out in Taiwan and stuff like that. You know, really just kind of tasting different flavors that would make sense. Um, at the end of the day, we uh, wanted the spicy one. So they're spicy noodles, but you know, for like Asians, it's not really spicy. It's not spicy. Nah, it's got a it's That's got a, a bit chip, of a kick. It's not yeah. spicy. Yeah. But but for like America or for like Middle America, it's yeah, yeah. like. That's, That's considered spicy. spicy. Really? That's, well, it's considered spicy. You it's gotta put spicy exotic, on it. You know what I mean? spices from the east. But like, we're really, we're really <laughs> excited about like future stuff with it. You know what I mean? Um, having a, a non-spicy version, so to speak, come out. Uh, having a uh, different noodle cuts that are about to come out, different flavors and stuff. That's all kind of like in the pipeline right now. Um, plus a lot of like. Uh, um, I'm trying to find the legal way to talk about this stuff. Because uh, you have NDAs for this stuff? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, they're, they're I'm excited. Really We're learning the secrets. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really cool and exciting things that are about to happen. I can't wait to make an announcement here when I'm allowed to. Ooh. Is it gonna, does it have something to do with like the dynamite extra hot noodles and shit? Nah, no, no, it has It has uh, stuff to do with things like licensing, like distribution. You know? Ooh. Oh, shit. Those, that's like sexy words that I don't even know what it means, but I know it sounds Are you tough. looking for investors? Those eyes are very exciting. <laughs> I thought your eyes just light up too. You're like, it's like the, I'm looking for investors. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is always is this turning a to good a conversation. <laughs> yeah. uh, we gotta always have a good conversation, and best conversations always happen over alcohol. Actually, the idea of Kinja Bang noodles uh, came when we uh, we had a good amount of drinks uh, when when me and Mike were uh, catching up with our boy Alex, and we just were. You know, it had been like 10 years since like we, we've known each other, you know, all of us went our separate ways for like a lot of business stuff. We finally came back together doing this reunion and then we just kept on pounding drinks all around Arts District and then next thing you know, we're talking about different ideas and there was just this like huge aha moment where it's like, me and Mike always argue about like what's better, like ramen or pho, so we just like randomly got into this whole like noodle thing, you know what I mean? Um, and obviously he makes like plant-based stuff that's like mainly, like all of his stuff's like plant-based, right? Oh my, Mike's uh, vegan? Alex, Alex. Alex, yeah. Why is he, is he vegan, vegetarian, or? He's not, but uh, it's, it's, um, it's making the disruptive market sexy, right? That's kind of like at the end of the day, mm. like usually what you, you, 
kind of need to go through yeah. with, especially in the food market nowadays, right? Yeah. Um, always trying to find a more healthy way, but still making it sexy to, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. the mass public, yeah. right? Um, and then we just like went into this whole kind of like perfect storm of conversation with drinks. And then next thing you know, it's just like, we should make plant-based noodles. And literally all of us were fucking, then we took another shot afterwards because it was a great idea. And then next thing you know, we got noodles. I like how you guys didn't consider making ramen or pho. Yeah. That'd been awesome. Disruptive, right? Disruptive. What kind of noodles are those? I never had yeah, like. Actually, so, so the fact that they're soupless noodles, yeah, right, which is why you know when you make noodles. them, yeah, yeah the dry noodles, yeah, you gotta like, that. you know, and, and also creating the tray in an innovative way so that you yeah. can like microwave or heat it and then be able to pour the out the water, pour, yeah, yes. using the lid. Like that was. I'm like, sorry, that's it's not the first time I've had something like that. Yeah, but it's the best one. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> no, but the, the type of noodles, I don't, I didn't, know, I never had that kind before. Like, I don't know what culture it is or what. What a fucking internet commenter thing to say. I know. <laughs> I've done that before. I've seen this elsewhere. <laughs> I just had to do it to him. How, how did, did it? Was it weird for you guys to go like? But we have like a dance brand to go into noodles. Like, was it like, or did it make sense, or like? You know, if that's I, a great question. No, no, that, that that is a good question. From dance to um, noodles. I actually just answered this uh, for an interview the other day because people are always like, "How and why?" Right? And I think that we were so in the project, yeah, that like it made sense to us in a way that like anybody who'd be like, "What the fuck is Kinja's doing making like noodles?" Right? Yeah. Um, but like I said, perfect storm. The coronavirus fucked us up so hard, right? Like yeah. everything that we were doing before was traveling around the world and teaching or performing, live events for corporate gigs or like huge arenas, um, you know, uh, dance competitions and like giant shows. So you felt the same dance pain of yeah, a prostitute where, where people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, same Super Bowl. Pain. Super you could Bowl weekend empathize. stuff for you. <laughs> in dance studios, like people, remember how dance studios and gyms were the last tier that could open back up yeah, into the yeah. city too? So yeah. we were like literally at the bottom of the totem pole with stuff. Yeah. And there was just this like defining, but also like really difficult moment to accept like, yo, uh, we're a fully expendable business and industry and we're not essential by any means. You know what I mean? And once you recognize the entire world that you've dedicated your life to and built is like kind of non-essential the second something like greater than the world comes, like a global pandemic, which could happen again in any number of ways, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, you start reassessing and one of the first, it, it was more of a basic instinct, like kind of like, what can we do that's way more essential? But how do you pivot hard? Exactly, so you know, when we thought about the food industry, remember the, at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, like it didn't matter if it was shitty food, everything was off the shelves. Except for the healthy stuff, those are still there. Except for the plant-based yeah, noodles. Plant -based. Yeah. yeah, anything vegan, still on the shelf. Brown rice? Fully stopped. No one's touching brown rice, bro. But yep. that's because you got to make it sexy. Yeah, sure. Which is also why even the packaging for us, we, we wanted to make it look like a, a fucking sneaker drop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I like that. We had to make it a certain way so that people, um, and, it, and you know, I think also the game plan wasn't necessarily about like volume in the beginning. It's like about like uh, success of the noise. You know what I mean? And, and making sure that it's going to make some sort of dent in the, not necessarily in the wider industry, but for people to even change their perception of what Kinja's is, to think that we're just like a dance studio or a dance team or whatever, to now think like, wait a minute. They could do more than this. That that in and of oh. itself was like very, very important for us to like transcend that line. It made sense to me because I was like, after I started um, dancing and I was finished with my robot, I was like, I'm hungry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had noodles. I know, and I'm like, thank goodness, <laughs> Kinja's. <laughs> you know, it's like Powerade, but like for, 
or you know, kinjas. <laughs> hey, was it easy to get that on Amazon, or is that is that a big bitch? You, anybody can kind of get anything on Amazon, right? In essence, like, <laughs> they take a ton of money, though. Yeah, they do take a. a, a they good, take all your profits. <laughs> but to, but to get something validated on Amazon and put it um, on like Amazon Prime, that's a totally different beast. In you got to go like Amazon University. You know what I mean to learn the inner workings of the entire thing. Um, and then also with the food product specifically too, there's so many like restrictions, especially from an international point of view as well. So like getting it and, and having it only available on Amazon US was its own endeavor, you know, and like not available to the world. So, um, and then also they, Amazon's fucking Amazon. Like they don't need anybody, yeah. right. you know what I mean? So to, you have to prove your worth you're in walking there. into an office where the guy's already, fuck you, what do you want? Exactly. <laughs> like, we don't need you. you know Can I mean? please sell this Jumbing mug for no profit because I want your exposure? That's basically how it is. And especially, the way that, uh, especially the way that Amazon Prime works. Because yeah. if you want something primable, then you need to have your inventory in their uh, warehouses and stuff like that. True. If you ship things and do fulfillment on your own, yeah. then it's not Prime. So that's why Amazon's like, cool, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right, but if you wanted to have like that prime, which is that credible and, and also that quicker search kind of feature to be at the top hit, like you need to have your inventory in their warehouse. But for their warehouse, like they, they have so much real estate in all their warehouses in the re different regions. So for them to even fucking give you like space for like a pallet, you know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta get a lot of volume. Yeah, out. you better yeah. you better be fucking killing it, you know, because they have yeah. so much leverage and yeah. power. So it's like that whole game in and of itself was a was a dope learning experience, and you know I'm happy to say that we did well. That's tight, yeah. man. That's tight, dude. And doing food stuff, obviously, you got all kinds of regulations and stuff to deal with. Like yeah. that must be crazy. Today's video is brought to you by Audible. Okay, I used to be a bookworm, but. Recently, I switched to all audiobooks, and when I mean recently, it's been the past two years. Why you do that for? Well, because one, um, books take me like a full attention, like my eyes have to be engaged and whatever, right? But sometimes I, I, I think I retain, maybe I'm an audio like learner, but I retain things better when I can hear it and someone's telling me something. So like, and also I can double task, like I can multitask, I can wash dishes, I can, be working out, I can be doing other things while I listen to a book. And with my busy lifestyle, I think that it's much um, easier to actually get the book done that way versus having time scheduled to sit down and read. Yeah, I used to read and drive and then I crashed. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> You're all like, I'm like, ah, shit, I should stop doing that. Hey, I'm on chapter five, okay? Wait for me. No, but audiobooks for me, it's like, I, I can listen in the car because that's when I have the time to just chill. And I think I'm like you, where like, if I read, I don't know if it's like my ADD or something, sometimes I'll read the same sentence 20 times and I don't even get it. Yeah. But I never have to re listen. If I'm yeah. paying attention and I don't daydream, yeah. it just goes in my ear and I go, oh, so that's what they said. Much more engaging. Yeah. Um, but I've been on this audiobook, um, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I, I think I was put onto it because Warren Buffett, the second richest person in the world or whatever, they asked him like, if there was one book that you would uh, invite someone to read, which one would it be? And he said, it's that one because mm. what, how he contributes his wealth is to picking great people in his team and also like breaking deals and being able to like be socially intelligent. So I was like, that's pretty awesome. So let me check this out. And I 
do really like it because I think it's improving my friendships and relationships. So yeah, I think that Audible is the way to go if you want to learn certain things, audiobooks is the way. Yeah, and also they have Audible Plus, which is a place that has music, podcasts, pretty much everything for all your listening pleasures. So go check it out, audible.com slash off the record, or you can text off the record to 500-500. So to sign up, go to audible.com slash off the record. It is crazy, but thankfully for the Kinja side of stuff, me and Mike worry more so about like the marketing and luckily our specialized you know, producer of a partner uh, who has been doing all the food products understands mm. the learning curve of the entire regulation and, and, and all that stuff. You know, specialized kind of like, which is important, right? I think that's the beauty of like where we've at least like allowed ourselves to recognize that maybe through dance we've been able to build up, you know, uh, a following uh, of influence. So we've kind of just turned our dance team into more of like a marketing machine, mm -hmm. and then insert product. Shout out to your guys' branding though, because you guys crushed it in a way where it didn't seem weird. You know, I think like like one of the greatest brands, Apple, for them to focus only on computers and then all of a sudden drop a phone, and you're like, oh, that's tight, I can get behind that. Versus like if HP dropped the phone, I'd be like, ugh, I don't want to fuck an HP phone. Wow, and then, dude. But for you guys to like be in dance and then also create something that's just as branded, and it, it just kind of made sense. Like I didn't really need an explanation. I never needed to go, Wait, why is Anthony doing that? Oh, those noodles are tight. That's dope. Because I think they yeah. looked really good too. Yeah. Like they looked really good. The brand new is on point. They I'm sure a lot of people like it. They taste really good too. You know, so I gotta get you one so you could taste it. Yeah, they're bomb. I need to. Ha I need to try some. But also too, it's like with the Apple stuff. It's like if Apple didn't, if they came out with a phone, and they only made computers, and the phone fucking sucked dick, like no one's gonna buy the true, Apple phone. True, yeah. But the fact that you guys made some noodles and it. It's fucking really good Crushed and everyone it. likes it and it's really aesthetically pleasing then yeah then it, it fucking works. It looks so good so that, that I took a long time to open the package. Yeah you don't <laughs> even want to open it. And you don't want to rip up the, the fucking artwork. It's yeah because the design's so on point that you yeah, just want to display it. On the box too when yep. you look at it you're like this shit is dope. Yep, yep. And we love Anthony. Let's talk about how handsome Anthony is. I fucking really, <laughs> I really enjoy this video. <laughs> Can I upload this on my YouTube? <laughs> Can I give you a business idea? I yep. think in the packet or in the noodles, you should put things that expire really quickly. Mm. So if they don't eat it within a week, it goes moldy. Egg. Mm. You gotta buy another one. Uh, <laughs> wait, raw egg. Wait. Yeah, raw egg. Just, yeah, yeah. just no cut down life. the shelf life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's gonna buy fuck it up now. his margin so bad. Buy it now, and if you don't eat it, hey, you're fucked up. Dude. I, I will say, considering it is a uh, you know uh, air dried and never fried product. Which is why we legally uh, shouldn't call it instant noodles. Oh. Because instant noodles technically is like already cooked. Which is why the shelf right. life on those things can last fucking forever. And people just eat. Uh, or, or remember as a kid you'd eat it and not even cook it. You just like just yeah. crunch it up. Yeah. Exactly. You can't do that with our noodles because they're air dried. So technically they're raw noodles. Which also is what oh. makes them so fresh when you eat them. Oh. That's, that's also why they're healthier. That's also why they like, you can get them all al dente and yeah. stuff like that. You what's, know what I mean? What's the shelf life on them? It's still like a solid year, which is like oh, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah which is like longer than like most you know uh, other plant-based products out there. So it's almost like pasta then, right? Like pasta, technically it's raw noodle. Similar, you have yeah, to cook it. Exactly, you got to cook it in that's order tight. to eat it. Yeah. I've eaten pasta without cooking it. <laughs> it's good. What's your review? <laughs> I, uh, I don't recommend it. And it gets stuck in your teeth like nothing else that's ever been created by man. <laughs> Why did you eat raw pasta? I remember, you remember just being a kid and being hungry as fuck and then you don't want to do anything? What did you do? Grab a fucking bunch and go- Yeah, <laughs> just- Exactly. 
I ate a whole stick of noodles that way when I was a kid. It was the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> I, like, I like your situation with Amazon because uh, I don't think this will happen to you, but Amazon approached us to carry our supplements on Amazon. But seeing like their trend, how they carry something and immediately they do the Amazon basics of it. Almost they like steal your They shit. steal totally, it. Totally. Yeah, so they steal it, they immediately give a much cheaper, more generic version and they just wipe you out. And with supplements, that's really easy to do. Like vitamin C, it's vitamin C yeah. right across 200 brands. So Not unless it's the Barbell Brigade version. Even with ours, dude. We put like proprietary no, shit in it, but still, they can just look at it and they go, He was just trying to help you out, man. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Same ass shit. Same, now I know what you guys deal with. Bart hates business. It's the same shit. We do have cool formulations, but honestly, yeah. it's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so for them, we're like, it's true. we wanted to, but I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know if we can just immediately get wiped out that way, but I think your guys' is so custom and it's also like a very cultural noodle. They, I, I don't see I don't even know what culture it's from. It's, the, it's, it's perfect. the fake Asian yeah. one that you guys created. And he won't He won't answer it too. He's like, yeah. yeah. The Kinja's world is like the fucking airbender avatar world. It's like fake Yes! Asia. <laughs> yes! Like, you guys created all these things and it, it's it's almost like I came into a P.F. Chang's and I don't, I'm like, what Asian is this? I have no idea. But then I'm there and I'm like, this is the greatest Asian food I've ever had. <laughs> okay, can we get more of this please? <laughs> so even the noodles come out that way because I'm like, I don't know what this is. I never ate this before. For. I bet you is it when the camera is all off and I tell you what it is you're gonna be like oh Because there's a similar noodle like in the in a Japanese instant noodle one is kind of like yakisoba mm -hmm. And then you make it the same way too. you kind of like drain it and then mix it But it doesn't taste like that <laughs> it Doesn't taste like that at all man. That tastes fucking good. Yeah. Oh my I gotta get some instant noodles now. Yakisoba, look out. Watch out, Yakisoba. Yeah, watch out. And they're like, okay, cool. We're literally suing him into hell. <laughs> they're like, we're a billion dollar company. Fuck him. <laughs> we have a patent on that. Do you have any plans for any other foods or anything like that? Like chips? I think I think first we gotta um, like really kind of ride this one till the yeah. wheels fall off and like yeah. really learn, especially for like uh, the Kinja side of stuff, really like learning how to, cause even like figuring out how to market food. Yeah, it's like different. A, you know, a, as a OG kind of like dance crew is like a, that in and of itself is like a really, really interesting and really fun adventure, but uh, you should see all the commercials that we don't post. And like, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like from, uh, from the professional company point of view, which is why you'll see on like our Kinjibang IG and stuff like that. We still have to make it look like a, a, a corporate food company, you know what I mean? That like people can trust and understand and whatnot. From our side of things, we like to do marketing. For, we're, if you think about Kinjis doing commercials for noodles, there's no fucking way we're gonna take ourselves too seriously. Mm -hmm. Like everything we do is a joke and it's ridiculous. Please try one where you take it really seriously though. <laughs> that shit's so funny. We had, I mean, we had one of our like uh, operations directors too. She comes in uh, and we needed her to be the hand model to do the Amazon video in order to like do the noodles the right way, you know what I mean? Put it in the microwave to show the directions. Mm. That was the most serious one we ever did with the noodles. It took us forever because we were trying to do it all like legit. It's hard to do serious hard. things. Yeah, super hard. Afterwards, we were like, no, we're just gonna just troll everything. And those are the ones that get like way more views, right? Yeah. And people are like, oh, what is this noodle thing? People yeah. love that shit. Is there anybody in the crew who's like, Dude, I just miss when we used to dance, man. <laughs> yeah. There are the purists, man. There always is. It's 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 more like you know. Uh, for, we like to say, Kinjas is what you make it. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like if if you you want to take it, that's too much power to... for your team, man. You gotta fucking yeah, dictate is, that know? shit. Sometimes, sometimes that's just how it works out. And but, but if I signed up to be a dancer with you guys and I find out we're doing noodles, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> if, if you don't see that and think to yourself, I signed up for the right dance crew, then you you don't belong. Fuck out of here! Need you here? That is tough. I miss how it used to be when we used to just dance and get together and move, and it's like. But you enjoy being broke? I don't care about money. There's people like that straight up. They just want to fucking be a bum and they don't care about building the family or nothing else. And they're like, for the rest of my life, I just want to do the thing that I signed up for. Hey, to be fair, I think we're still killing on the dance side, so. I think you guys are too. But like you said, it's not like you do a Zoom dance thing when if everything's shut down. Like we we did. It's just like not again super lucrative, and it's like you know, and and you don't really get to connect with your students. You know what I mean? You're not like sitting there like really getting a chance to work. Imagine like teaching like a fight yeah. lesson. I did that over Zoom a couple times, and that shit was rough. It has to be right. Rough. Because all you, you want fuck them up. Well, not yeah. <laughs> I can't physically punch you through the screen. Now nah, well, it's like you want to like. You gotta feel, you, you gotta like physically, yeah, you gotta be with your, your student a little bit. So it's like, you wanna have that, that physical interaction because it, it tells you a lot more than just watching somebody. And then you feel like, you feel bad for taking some people's money because for, you know, you're watching somebody on Zoom and you're telling them what to do and you're like, all right, well, Okay. Yeah, and if there's no like, like Zoom is cool, but there's no physical, there's no connection. I've seen there. some instructors like hold pads. And then the students on the other that's, side. Look, that's what cool. They're just doing what they what? can. Yeah, like they're holding pads on this side of the screen. Hook, whatever. Everyone's wasting each other's time. And then, yeah, and then there's people that are still finding ways to train. Wow. I guess. Put on Oculus you know? and stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. like a three D well, virtual reality. Have you have you done boxing on the Oculus? That's no, I want to play yeah. that. Really? Game. Talk about like actually. It being legit, really, it's legit. Really? Does it vibrate when you get hit or something? Nah, but like it flashes. <laughs> you just like, get knocked out. Like the, the feedback of you punching and then them hitting you right back and like it's it's actually really dope. You wow. get a fucking workout out of it. You too. get a fucking workout, bro. And by the time you you're knocking this dude out, you're like you're so tired, like you're sweating, bro. Like it feels like a real fucking fight. Wow. So if you ever tried it, like do the Oculus for the boxing. That's way better than doing a Zoom session with me. <laughs> do you see your hands? Yeah. You can see, yeah, we both do. Are the hands like super shaky and like all fucking weird tracky and shit? You know, not not the game that I played. No, no, okay. not that one. What was, what was that old old Nintendo game? The fucking uh, Punch Out. Punch out. My favorite, Mike Tyson's Mike Punch Out. <laughs> With Max, so dope, and then you gotta fucking rub his shoulder to get a little bit of energy back. 